0: before we watched it no Uh and I've been doing better at not watching trailers before I watched the movie yeah so and I'm glad that I didn't watch the trailer beforehand because the trailer did you you watch the trailer after me too yeah same because I never because
1: like I said I I hadn't seen the movie but afterwards i watched the trailer what yeah
0: thing? so i'm glad that i watched the trailer after i watched the movie because yeah. the trailer shows basically almost all yeah. of the kills
1: I, I watched it and i was like okay 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 because and i was also watching it with everything else that i kind of learned about it after the fact that we'll talk about in a bit in mind and i was like okay i can see where this came from okay but i am like you said i'm happy i didn't watch it i was kind of It kind of makes you think, you know how now I complain about commercials or trailers showing a movie too much? Yeah. So it kind of makes me think like, were they going through that then too, like in the 80s? and
0: Probably so. But see, the funny thing about it was when, before I even played it on Amazon, Mm. the trailer plays. Yeah. But I didn't really, but I didn't watch it. I wasn't Mm -hmm. paying attention. I was listening to it, Mm -hmm. but I was too busy in my phone doing something else. So I didn't watch the trailer. Guys, first of all, we just started
1: talking about this movie, and we haven't even welcomed you to Destination (laughs) 180. What's up, y'all? So we're still in Happy Horror Days, and this time we're talking about 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Neither of us have seen this movie before. This is my movie, so I'll be hosting today's show as soon as I can open my phone. (laughs) You know, happen. So I found this movie. I don't know. I've always seen the cover art for this movie and i'll talk about that more when we get in the souvenir shop but it, i don't know i just i have no idea where i picked this movie up from i can't say i recall it from anything because when i watched it it was my first time watching it everything was freaking brand new to me and
0: i mean it came out the same year as your favorite
1: i know i know and <laughs> even to learn that it was low-key whooping its ass in the box uh, yeah. office yeah like, it was whooping Freddie's ass, though, until yeah. it got pulled. Okay, I okay, was yeah. let's just talk about it. Let's just talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, we're just, oh, wow. Why did no one ever show us this movie?
0: Probably because it was banned. Not really banned, okay. but. <laughs>
1: 1984 Silent Night Deadly Night was directed by Charles E. Sellier Jr., produced by Ira Richard Barmark, Scott J. Sneed, and Dennis Whitehead. Screenplay by Michael Hickey. Story by Paul Kamey. So this main cast, I haven't really seen too many of these people before. So we have Lillian Chauvin as Mother Superior. Gilmer McCormick as Sister Margaret. Tony Nero as Pamela. Robert Brian Wilson as Billy, the 18-year-old Billy. Britt Leach as Mr. Sims. Nancy... I'm not going to butcher her last name. Well, look at this name. <laughs> look at this one right here.
0: Not even going to try
1: it. <laughs> I'm so sorry, girl. It but looks she, German, though. Yeah, she plays Miss Randall. Then we have H.E.D. Redford as Captain Richards. Wait, one more person I have to mention in this cast is Linnea Quigley. Now, let me tell you something. I don't know if you know her, but she plays Denise in this movie, right? Well when I watched it for the first time... Denise is seen, the one...
0: Um, with the pool table scene. Yeah.
1: Okay. So when I seen this for the first time and I saw her name in the credit, I said, excuse my language, guys. Three, two, one. I said, ooh, I'm about to see some titties.
0: <laughs> Bro, this whole movie was like a soft porno. Yes, but see, I mean, I guess. But like I guess a soft, was
1: the 80s, you
0: know what I'm saying? A soft porno horror movie. Yes. Like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bruh, I was watching this and I was like, wow, I was not prepared. That's no, true. At no. all. I was not prepared. I was prepared. sitting down there where the Christmas tree with lights is on and stuff and I'm just watching it in my mouth, like, I was just like, cause that first one I was like, oh no, not in front of the kid. And then it was just the, a... I think this is the
1: first time I watched a movie cause you know, normally i watch it if I've never seen it before. I'm going to watch it and not take notes the first time.
0: Nah, I took notes. So I have my raw feelings in my notes. Yeah,
1: like some stuff like I noted, but I didn't take my usual run of notes. But this one, I think this is the first time in a minute that I've watched a movie since I've been in the theaters pre-COVID. Well, post-COVID. Or not post, I guess we still in it. Whatever, you guys know what I'm trying to say. This is the first time at home that I've watched a movie and didn't pick my phone up i was that glued to the screen i was just like what is this
0: i was like not in front of the baby not in front of
1: the baby okay so let's talk about a little bit of the behind the scenes of this movie because this movie really went through a lot so as you said earlier opened up the same weekend as my favorite movie i can't say ever just because i feel like that's just a different type of shelf but nightmare on elm street obviously came out the same weekend and it outgrossed the movie, like whooped his ass in the box office.
0: Yeah, <laughs> whooped his ass,
1: guys. I'm just holding my mouth open because I just can't believe. I guess I don't know why I've never just. I can't get over the fact I've never seen this movie. I actually asked my mom and dad if they remembered anything about this movie. And they told me they remember seeing commercials about this movie played during... They said they don't remember it being towards prime time. But then again, my parents were kind of those people that were at home pretty late. Like 8.30 or so. So
0: apparently it was... Prime, the commercials were prime time. Yeah, and that's what I was getting at. So
1: they were saying that my parents in particular were saying they remember seeing the commercials. But they in particular didn't feel away towards them. Now, I know that when I was younger, my parents would let me watch horror movies. But see, I was in the 90s. My sisters, I think my sisters, I have a sister born in 1984, and then I have about, I have two born in the 70s, late 70s, and then I have another another two born in the early 80s. So they were babies when this came out. Yeah. Yeah, I think my older sisters were about six when this came out, so I can imagine them being scared of it. Because when I seen the commercial, when I seen the commercial, when I seen the trailer, I could imagine my sisters being afraid of it because it is kind of... I try to put myself in that mindset, that era when I watch movies sometimes. Well, it's
0: not that. It was more or less the fact that you have Santa Claus. It's by Christmas, around Christmas time. Right. And you see Santa Claus on TV killing people.
1: hmm Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But I'm saying I'm trying to put myself in a child's shoes or put myself in a parent's shoes. Not thinking how I would think now. Like, now we wouldn't even blinking eye at that like we've had clowns standing on the road in 2016 like okay you get what i'm saying yeah yeah no i'm agreeing with you i'm just saying i always try to put myself
0: in so now then shoes. yeah the kids are probably like freaking out. freaking
1: out yeah i'm saying my sisters were six they were probably like what the f is this my parents weren't one of those parents that were out picketing outside of the movie theaters which would eventually get the movie pulled in its second week running in the movie theaters. So one of the videos I found on YouTube was Roger Eber, and he was, like, shaming. Like, he was dragging everybody in the film, the director, the producer. He was, like, calling them out by names. Like, if the shade Room existed in 1984, this definitely would have been up on the shade (laughs) Room. Comments would have been eating them up. Like, it would have been Santa Claus is all up in the comments, like, with axes or something like that.
0: When I went to go watch the movie, like, when I, like, told Alexa silent night deadly like mm-hmm. five movies popped up yeah and i was like dang <laughs> i'll
1: say i did know that there was a second movie because I, f- I don't know if you know but everybody knows that famous garbage day line have you ever seen that no now what knowing what we know now we know who well i know who it's supposed to be but we'll yeah. get to that later well speaking of getting to that let's go ahead and head to this cute line because i'm just ready to talk about this movie okay <laughs> Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines.
0: Because this here is a wild ride.
1: Miss Janay? Yes? So for this week, I found a little fun quiz for you. Oh, gosh. In the movie.
0: Don't do this. <laughs>
1: In the movie, Billy has Santa-phobia or clausophobia, which, you know, obviously is the fear of Santa. Even though, you know, I feel like this was pretty much trauma-induced, but we'll get into that later. I'm about to ask you about, I'm about to ask you 13 questions.
0: About phobias? Yes. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) How did I know? (laughs) All right. Ready? Yeah. Question number one. Aerophobia is the fear of what? Airplanes. It... Oh, dang. Well, hold it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the fear of flying. Fear that you will run out of oxygen. Fear of polluted air.
0: Oh, flying.
1: Flying? Okay, yeah. hold on. That is correct. Okay, that's one. Number two. Which one of these words means fear of heights? Algophobia, anthropophobia, acrophobia.
0: I want to say it's yes, Acra. Okay. That's good. Good job. Whoa. <laughs> two
1: out of two. The only
0: reason why I said Acra is because Acra makes me like think Acrobat? of. Acrobat. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do that too. I like to try to break down the word. Question number three. Okay, girl. You just got to trust me because I'm i going to try. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ophidiophobia is defined as the fear of what the fear of singing fear of having your picture taken or fear of snakes oh how do you spell the part before the phobia girl o-p-h-i-d-i-o singing singing okay no no it's fear of snakes snakes yeah so I'm not gonna stunt. I took this quiz just to make sure we didn't have like no random issues, or just to make sure this was just a good quiz. And some of these messed me up. I was like, "She gonna like this one?" Snakes, but yeah, that was snakes. I was surprised too. I think I picked um, I think I picked having your picture taken. I can't no, remember because I took this like a few days ago. that's not picture taken
0: one. I, I know, but you pick, know that yeah. one.
1: Okay, so number four, someone has tourophobia. Is afraid of what? tunnels cheese turtles tour like t-o-u t-u-r-o turo turophobia
0: you said tunnels cheese and turtles
1: yeah well tunnels cheese or turtles but you know you get the idea
0: i want to say tunnels
1: you want to go with tunnels yeah okay it is cheese. Cheese. Yes, we are two for four right now. Well, two out of yeah, I said the right cheese. Yeah, I, I told you some of these mess me up, girl. This this next one really gonna mess with you. <laughs> Just trusting your friend, girl. You ready? Question number five. What is the word for the fear of Friday the thirteenth? What is it? <laughs> I hope Jeffrey from Killer Flicks is listening Because I know, I hope he knows this one Um Is it Chischiodecaphobia? What? (laughs) Girl, I'm gonna just spell it Because I'm not gonna even try T-R-I-E-I-G-I-O-R-N-O Phobia What? Girl and then trypanophobia. So, is it. Okay,
0: what was the first one again? Yeah, I'm
1: about to give you the first one again. Try schiadecophobia. The incredibly long one that I spelled. I'm going to try to pronounce it. Treasurephobia? trejornophobia Tregiornophobia? Or trypanophobia?
0: Dujorno. <laughs> I was thinking of dejorno <laughs> too. I was
1: like, oh, I'm pronouncing this fancy. <laughs>
0: Let's go with the third one. The third one? I feel like it's wrong, but... Okay.
1: Sorry, I'm
0: not sure. (laughs) Alexa, you
1: in here cheating, girl! (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's actually not right, by the way. (laughs) I figured
0: that it wasn't right. It's actually the first one. It was had to be between the first and the third one, but
1: because I'm like that second one, I wonder is that real? (sighs) Somebody look it up. Somebody rewind like forty seconds and hear me spell it again and look it up and tell us what it is. Oh my god! What does the ac you know this one? What does the acronym for FOMO stand for? Oh, fear of missing out. There you go. She got it right. Three.
0: (laughs) Question this week. (laughs) This week I'm doing (laughs) terrible.
1: (laughs) Question number seven. What is the antonym or opposite of FOMO? A long time master, ATM. Never freaking heard of that. Thankful mm-hmm. for missing out, TFMO. Joy of missing out, Jomo. I want to say joy of missing out. I've heard that one before. That is correct. Four. She's stepping up in the world, y'all. She's halfway there. This is question number eight. Would you just... How would you describe someone who is afraid of confined spaces? You know this one.
0: Claustrophobic.
1: Yeah. That's correct. Number five. Well, five. Question number nine. What's the correct word for the fear of clowns? You might know this one. Uh, Hold up. I said it earlier. Catagelophobia. Yeah, catagelophobia. There's no word for this. Only the fear and caloraphobia.
0: Caloraphobia?
1: That's correct. Oh. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> so that's six. Six. Question number ten. Aquaphobia is described in the dictionary as unjustified fear of the number eight. An abnormal fear of crowds. Not clowns. Crowds. An exaggerated fear of losing one sight. Wait, what was the phobia? Oclophobia. Spell it. O-C-H-L-O. And what were the options again? The unjustified fear of the number eight, an abnormal fear of crowds, an exaggerated fear of losing one's sight.
0: Maybe the sight. The sight.
1: That is incorrect, my lady. It is the abnormal fear of crowds. I feel like I might have that from time to time. Yeah, that was me (laughs) when I was in college. In college? Yeah. I can imagine.
0: Well, because... Not saying you, but I can. I did... Our calf was, like, really small, Mm -hmm. and the calf would be popping and packed on Wednesdays and Fridays, because Wednesday was fried chicken Wednesday,
1: Oh yeah, and then Friday
0: was fried fish Friday, and I would never go in the calf during lunchtime. I
1: wish we had fried... We probably had fried fish. I don't remember. It was a lot of stuff going on, and then we would have different foods and different... Areas of the university, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you have six out of eleven. I was trying to make sure I kept my fingers up because I knew he was about to start talking. I was going to put my fingers down real quick. Okay, six question eleven. Though rarely used, oh gosh, I said this early. I practiced, man. I promise. Though rarely used, arachibutrophobia. Arachibutrophobia. Means someone is afraid of peanut butter, spiders,
0: or flammable objects. It's not spiders. I know that. You said arachibutia.
1: Butyrophobia. So I'm gonna spell it. A r a c h i b u t y. Oh, fire! Oh, fire! It is peanut butter, baby. Peanut butter. Peanut butter, baby.
0: These are some, these don't even make sense. Peanut butter,
1: baby. Some of them, like this one, I got it wrong because I thought it was fire too. I don't know why I thought peanut butter, I, I feel like it would sound like something else. I don't know. Okay, so we're still six for 12. What does xenophobia mean? Fear of cats, fear of the color blue, fear of dogs. I don't know at this point. I quit. (laughs) you you got like two more. Two more. Dogs. And guess what? That's right, girl. You got seven. Come on, last one. See, push. Just a push, girl. Misophobia is is defined in the dictionary as the fear of oneself, the dread of dirt or filth, the fear of pain.
0: Misophobia? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: M.Y.S. So. Let's go with dirt. Put him
0: in the dirt. That's
1: correct, girl. hey <laughs> See, you came up 8 out of 13. Dirt. Yes. What? See? 8 out of 13.
0: kid is it. dirt. Oh, my gosh. Yeah.
1: All right, people. Y'all can tell us how you did, <laughs> but I don't know about you. I'm ready to get on this ride. Ooh. <laughs> Ciao. Girl, let's go.
0: Guys, (laughs) when
1: we come back, we're gonna talk about 1984. Silent night, deadly night.
0: Twas the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there.
1: This movie if dark humor was a person it was this movie Maybe that sweet baby song, song. sent it. me all the way what song about? you finna play
0: can you hear the you can the door, out the <laughs> singing this right at one point <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, when I it first came, it. came on I
1: looked at my screen and I was like okay it's a wreath I was like okay it's them old school vibes again but then when it came up in the screen with the blood and stuff right? I said I oh, like, oh I sat what? down I said oh this is about to be good okay but no tell. by the end of the movie I was actually singing the song yes saying Santa's watching Santa's waiting like, why did this not get picked up? Like, and there's a soundtrack. There is a soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, okay, I gotta save that for the souvenir show. Okay, come on, <laughs> we gotta start. All right.
0: Oh man. So the beginning
1: of this movie, I don't know if you peeped. You've seen this. You've seen The Shining before, right? Yes. So at the beginning of this movie it was supposed to be um, giving you vibes of The Shining. How the family is, like, driving, you know, on the mountainside. And they're driving in a car. Danny's in the back. Wendy's yeah. on the side. Jack's right here, you know? So they're on the way to go see Grandpa, who's at the Utah mental facility. But before we get there, Billy is the cutest little 8-year-old. Well, he was 5. He was 5, yeah. yeah. Billy's the cutest little 5-year-old that I've seen. He's so concerned about what if he doesn't get back home in time to get in bed. <laughs> and that's naughty. So what I did, every time... When I watch this movie, oh, I don't know why I have to say this, but I'm gonna, I guess I have to say this every show to you guys now. If you haven't seen the movie at this point, we're about to spoil it. So, uh, skedaddle if you haven't seen it. Come back when you have. You know, yeah, cause here it goes. All right. So, every time that somebody told him something was naughty, I went ahead and wrote it down because I feel like obviously that's what would trigger a lot of other events that we were gonna run into later in the movie. Oh, wait. Timeout. out
0: why was the baby
1: not in the car seat
0: all i can say was it was the 80s <laughs> that's all, i feel like in every movie
1: I, I feel like in every movie that's like older than we haven't done a 90s oh yes we have we've done a 90s movie Mighty. but we said it then and the good son because remember that's them true. little bad kids was running around and everything he's like it was just the times
0: it yeah the times.
1: it's like times now you can't be doing all of that billy's parents are basically teasing him saying like if he's naughty or if he stays up too late He won't get any Christmas from Santa Claus. But then there's some scary foreshadowing because the mom's like, yeah, because you're going to get a big gift from Santa Claus. We thinking toys the whole time. I feel so (laughs) bad for him. All right, so we're at the mental facility. 18 years of trauma. That's your gift. Okay. (laughs) Literal 18, okay? Dead on the scene. Shout out to Ginger Snaps. Anyway, I had no idea. Whose dad this was. Cause both of them call him dad, which isn't weird,
0: yeah. obviously.
1: But I'm like, whose dad is it? Is it yours or his? Yeah. Cause I, both I of never... them were referring to him like they were his or whoever's actual dad. I'm like, whose dad is? I think this? it was the mom's dad. I thought so too, but then like Jimmy was like, Dad is me, Jimmy. And I'm like, okay. I don't know because even in the car i guess it doesn't matter whatever it was just like i really the second time i made sure to pay attention to see if i missed something but i really just didn't pick it up but it's no big deal they leave billy with grandpa who's like
0: before that he chair. was a little snarky one who talk i don't think he'll respond to you well then why are we here okay <laughs>
1: but i Okay, I feel like when you're a kid, you just be asking all types of questions.
0: and I love love kids because they literally say what's on their mind. They just need to know. no filter. (laughs) They leave him with
1: Grandpa, and then Grandpa pulls a Toy Story and just comes to life and scares the F out of little
0: Billy. Like, but he's literally just sitting in the chair, and he just... Like, his whole animated face, his face, like, got some life to it. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. But his little raspy voice was... Making my chest hurt. I couldn't do.
1: I feel like Grandpa was probably the scariest part of this movie, to be very honest with you. I'm not going to stunt.
0: When he went back to normal? Yeah. That was scary. Okay, so first
1: of all, so I peeped that. So so Santa. So, never mind. I was about to say something, but it's cool. I'll hold it. When the parents come back in the room, before then, and he's talking to him, telling him, you know, like what um, Santa does to naughty kids. Have you heard of Santa Claus? Billy's like, yeah, um, he brings presents to all the little good boys and girls, whatever. Basically you telling know, him
0: that Santa was going to like beat him up or be bad or her- punish him. Yeah, like he's making he's the punishment bad.
1: sound like worse than just a lump of coal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: So the parents come back, but what I'm getting to
1: is Grandpa slouched in the chair like down here. But when the parents
0: come back, when I say he toys stories right back to Catatonic State... Exactly, and then it was like it almost looked as if he never moved at all. Ne- it was so weird. It was like his face went from being evil and animated to like lifeless, literally, just like that. It was so weird. If Toy Story was a person,
1: he could be in a live action remake of Toy Story. If he's still hey. alive, right, right. <laughs> rest in peace. Million rest. All right. <laughs> They're on their way back home and Billy gets to asking about Santa after, you know, Grandpa just traumatized him. And he's telling his parents basically what he heard from Grandpa. And they're like, okay. They kind of start believing him, though. You know, that never really happens in movies. Parents normally just dismiss what the kids say.
0: Yeah, I like that this time. Mm
1: -hmm. But I'm like, my kid is like really freaked out about Santa Claus when earlier today he was all for seeing Santa Claus. So you got to know something is wrong. And this is where um, his mom says, I can't remember verbatim what she says about the grandpa, but Billy's like, that's naughty to talk about old people like that.
0: <gasps> Mom, you shouldn't say naughty things about old people. Santa's going to punish you. Right. And so I put he was so cute when he, he said this. his little eyes, his little bowl <laughs> cut.
1: <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. So cute. So we get a cut to the gas station here. And this is where we meet our initial santa as i'll say we get a lot of people in santa claus suits in this yeah. movie so this is santa number one okay we gonna tell y'all like his story time this santa number one so he's robbing a corner store and i don't know if he went i don't know if he intentionally went in there and was like yeah i'm gonna rob this store or did the guy just piss him off saying like he was a fake santa
0: No, I think he went in there with the intention to rob it.
1: Probably. So he shoots the um, attendant three times, twice to the abdomen, and then pops him in the head. That effect looked really good. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. So he rides out, and I'm trying to just figure out, like, you woke up today and chose violence. And they had the nerve to be like, $31, that's it? Right. Sir, what? (laughs) Like, it it was a corner store. In the middle of nowhere, it looked like. What did you think? Anyway, we get back to, I don't even know their last names. We cut back to the car, and this is where Johnny's bop plays.
0: Oh, they was playing the bop in the car? Yes, they was playing me too. Santa's watching, Santa's Sweet, Santa's creep. That's the part that creeped me out. When they okay, it's like a little. I'm saying going ahead of time, ahead. but when the people were actually singing this, yes, and they were like Santa's creeping, and yes. I was like, and see, I was listening to the words too
1: because I was <laughs> like, okay, so it was more to the words. It's not just that, yeah. um this is where they spot Santa in the middle of the road. And Billy's not messing with this. He's like, y'all need to go. Like, I don't want to see Santa Claus. Like, what part of this don't y'all understand? And
0: I, before, I knew something bad was going to happen. And I was like, they should just listen to Billy and Kevin yes, Johnny. like, like-
1: <laughs> So being a nice people that I'm pretty sure that they were, they stop. And they ask him, like, do you need a ride? Do you need some help? And immediately... The wife spots that Santa Claus is like pulling a gun out of his pocket, and she's telling him drive away, which he does. I know I will give them that they did move very yeah. quickly. You know they could have, ch- you know,
0: but couldn't escape. You know, pop- and the pops later that glass.
1: exactly <laughs> leaves. call him straight to the head. Oh my god! So the car backs up into the ravine, right or ditch, whatever you want to call it. And at this point, the dad is dead. He falls out of the car. The Santa Claus comes back around to the passenger side snatches the mom out wait time out which version did you oh you watch this on amazon yeah okay so time out real quick we know we're talking about a juicy murder real quick but i have to say this first this movie if you notice when you watched it some scenes cut to like a real grainy kind of yes. quality so what happened was there was one version that all of those parts was cut out But then, you know, as time went on and we started becoming desensitized to stuff, they added those parts back in, but they couldn't really... um they couldn't bring it up to
0: cuz i was trying to figure out why some parts were
1: grainy and some mm-hmm. parts were so those were originally cut out especially like you know when the karens was protesting and stuff so to get it put back in theaters the you know like the so MPAA like but and all no but
0: like at the it was like in one of the scenes that wasn't a bad scene that was grainy and i'm like why mm-hmm. is this grainy i
1: think it might have been you know you got to think like when you put stuff back you got to put certain plot points back in too True. to make stuff make sense so okay Brrr back to this murder so he runs back around to the car pulls the mom out he's on top of her and i guess he's but, attempting but before this happens though
0: little billy hop up out oh, the car because yes. remember grandpa hide. told him run if he ever seen sandy said, you better run boy and yeah he... so he got up out the car mind you the baby in the car screaming billy running hides and oh, hides in the ditch <laughs> but yeah keep going
1: so he gets on top of the mom, and I guess he's attempting to rape her. He rips open that shirt. She fights back. Now, I'm going to give this family credit. Everybody, okay, except for the poor baby. Sweet baby. Defenseless. But Everybody was smart in this situation. I will say that. I was not expecting to see Titty Sprawl. I told, When I seen Linnea Quigley's name, no, that's not Linnea Quigley. That's another actress. So who is Linnea major.
0: Quigley? Is she like a porn star or something? She's not a porn star. But she's a horror
1: icon, but she is known for those pretty titties. Not gonna lie. Sorry, Mom.
0: Yo, one thing about this movie, though, was like everybody had perfect boobs. Perf- perfect, perfect boobs! boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I, was I was like, like literally everybody. <laughs> and I am like, what is this? First of all, I'm not even expecting to see titties. And then... I already knew another... Okay, so have you ever seen Nightmare on
1: Elm Street 4? Um, i probably stopped at the second one the fourth one was like more between i can't wait till we get into that franchise but anyway the fourth and fifth one are more mtv installments so you know at the time you can get away with a lot of stuff so there's a cool scene that she's kind of like in freddie's body and i can tell her this because it's not ruining anything but she's Wait, she Wait, I think I've seen that one. The reason that her name is even credited is for those boobs. Like she presses up against like this effect and you just you know those are Linnea's boobs.
0: Listen. Just like we know
1: Rihanna's titties. <laughs> I bet you do. I know you do. If, let me tell you something, anybody listening to this.
0: It's so funny. I literally just somebody. seen a gif of her boobs today. See? I'm
1: telling you. You <laughs> like, know those boobs. You know them. And it was from the Wild Thoughts video. The Kiss It Better video, that's the one. All right,
0: but no. <laughs> the, I really thought that the little boy, I was like, dang, you will sit here and rape the mama in front of the little boy? But, oh. well, okay, and hit
1: not in the rapist defense. Billy was out of dodge, and I'm not saying he would have did it regardless. I'm not defending him at all, but Billy was very smart hiding behind that ravine. Because, you know, some kids, I, I don't know, I probably would have tried to fight him. I don't know what I would have done, to be honest.
0: Mm-mm. But i she fought back, My though.
1: five-year-old self, I'm glad she fought back. She ends up getting a knife to the throat. And at this point, he's looking for Billy now. And I'm thinking he's going to do something to the baby. And I'm getting so sad because at this point, this is where just face black and little sweet baby is starting to play.
0: Yeah, and then I then I got scared because I'm like, damn, did they kill the baby? bro? I was... <laughs> Especially with... Once... The next scene starts up, and you only see you Billy. only see him
1: for so long, and, and like, you Dang. just really wonder. Because then you, then your mind goes to wonder, like how did the rest of this night play out? Like, <laughs> like where, where the did baby? they find him? Like, did right. he stay with the baby? Like, how long did Billy hide from this man until the man just walked off? Like, that's very traumatizing. It's when actually, you think like about you in the middle it. of nowhere, and I, I kind of like that they don't show you that because that just leaves your mind to wander. Like, he's really messed up. So now we find Billy. He's in an orphanage home, and this one actually has a name. It's St. Mary's Home for Orphan Children. They let you know some years have passed. Three years. So oh, now he's eight. Mm-hmm. And they're in the classroom, and Sister Margaret asked Billy. They're all, like, doing Christmas drawings, and she asked Billy to bring his up to the board. And I took a picture of this because this was a lot. <laughs> and this kind of made me think of the good son because then he draw—or was it Mikey one of them bad little mikey boys. drew somebody drew- yes it was mikey drew his little sister but here's Janet the thing a though
0: it was the fact that mikey drew what he did yes but instead of that this time um billy's drawing what he wants to happen to santa exactly so um they see the picture what actually happens it's a
1: little girl that sees the picture but it ends up being a picture of santa claus he's like somebody stabbed, to stabbed him up okay <laughs> it's a little blue christmas tree that christmas tree is real nice and then it's a beheaded reindeer and mother superior is just looking at this with
0: the most disgust
1: and she sent him off to his room but it's like he's obviously traumatized first
0: off i don't like mother superior she's rude as hell first of all then, i wanted to fight margaret too but i'll talk about that later no but she was rude as hell to margaret talking about something i don't care about what you think haven't you learned that yeah about the coping mechanisms. yes <laughs> like ma'am so i was like piggybacking off what you're saying
1: sister margaret was like this gets worse and worse every december we have to like do something about this and as you said she's like i don't believe he even remembers what happens girl what did you not just hear that fight we just told you about a few minutes ago No. (sighs) well anyway so sister margaret ends up telling billy that he can go back outside and this is where i wanted to squat up with her just listen to this She told him that he had to go to his room for that drawing, right? Yeah. So then Sister Margaret told him he could go outside. And you know this happens to every kid. One adult tell you one thing and the other one. You already know where I'm going with this. So Billy even said, he was like, no, I can't come out of my room because Mother Superior says so. She was like, no, you could come in. Why didn't you walk him outside? Next, when Mother Superior, what happens is as he's going outside, he gets distracted because he hears some shit going he on. He hears
0: that moaning. Okay? <laughs>
1: he hears some shit. And he, he knows it. We all knows it. You know. You know what he heard. He so heard he those moans. First of all, this looks like a little cartoon. It looks like some Scooby-Doo. Like, he looking through the little keyhole or whatever. Right.
0: And this is why I'm like, wow, is this the soft porn? <laughs> like, they're literally having sex. Yeah. This, they was getting away with a lot. Having know. sex. Okay. Oh, my God. Let's see if we doing that now. I mean, it
1: probably is some movies like that now, but I don't know. I can't think. Nothing it was straight It's
0: literally that eighty soft porn mm-hmm. in all the movies. He's
1: looking through the keyholes and he sees some teenagers in the orphanage. Basically, they doing the do. Okay, Mother Superior catches Billy, which leads her to the teenagers, and she punishes them. So this is another Santa Claus this is another naughty thing. Bruh, is naughty, no,
0: she beat the crap out of them with you that belt. Saying take it.
1: She's like, take it,
0: sinners, Devil. But She like opened the door and oh my God. It's like that she's standing over them and the camera's panning up at her. And she mm-hmm. got the belt in her hand and she started beating them. But the thing that got me was when he's looking through the peephole and then he sees the dude caressing her nipple and then he starts having flashbacks of his mom's nipple, well boobs. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that uh she got sl- her throat slit and I'm like, damn, now he's gonna have thoughts of Stabbings and throats yeah, being slit anytime he sees titties. Yeah, like ain't that messed that's up? That's so bad. That's so bad. <laughs> that
1: is so, that's actually sad. Okay, and you <laughs> lived out of town when it seems everybody had PTs. Very jealous. Well, I mean, had to be somebody.
0: Like, what? <laughs> All right, so now he goes outside to play. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he goes outside to play now, and then Mother Superior comes outside to whip his ass. But at least in this scene, right before she does that, we find out that his brother is alive.
1: Yeah, I was like, (laughs) okay, well, I guess.
0: And they just sleep that it's because your brother's crazy. That's why. No, he's
1: not. Richard gonna step for his brother. Anyway, this is where I wanted to squad up with Sister Margaret, because why didn't you say something? All you had to do is just say, Mother Superior, I asked him to outside to help me with something and then told him he could play that's a lie but
0: just say you told him to come out well she started to say she did say that did she yeah she said i told him she was like shut it
1: oh okay and then that's when right. was like
0: what did they what did you see them do upstairs in the room i didn't see mm-hmm. anything so she told him
1: that uh if she so she tells him that we're always caught when we're naughty and punishment is absolute and punishment is necessary and poor Billy ends up getting his little butt whooped. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not feeling her. And I'm like, I, I still feel like Sister Margaret could have done more. That poor baby, he got in that bed. His butt was hurt. He had. He was really acting, cause I know they didn't beat him for real, obviously. But I believed him when he hobbled to that little bed. I was like, yeah. I had flashbacks. Like, I wasn't. Me and Nay grew up in the paddle area. I don't know if John A got paddled, but I definitely got paddled
0: flashback with like to a what,
1: sorority for uh, sla- with like a sorority paddle
0: no flashback to whatever episode that is when i told you about how our faces were on the paddles oh yeah oh yeah what episode oh, was God. bad some episode my great aunt had our face one
1: of them bad kids before on of four on a
0: tennis not tennis ping pong paddle Oh, that
1: catch wind! And
0: the wooden ping pong paddle at that, because you know back then they didn't have the little plastic ping pong Mm -mm. paddles. Everything was was wooden.
1: The tennis rackets, everything was wooden. No, them really. Oh my god, my parents, especially my grandpa. You know the Menard paint sticks or like the Mm little paint sticks they used to get. We used to get
0: mm, those two paint Mm -hmm. sticks. See, look, we don't. (laughs) The drama man.
1: Anyway, later that night he's having nightmares. speaking of traumas, he's having nightmares so bad that they scare him out of the bed. I guess I don't know where he was running to. Who can I run to? He looked like he's about to run down the steps. Yeah, he was that's why I'm like, where you going, baby? So Mother <laughs> Superior catches him and obviously they're not supposed to be out of bed. So she ties him to the bed, which Billy, if you had a calm down, you could have slid your little hand out. Now you might have hurt yourself a little bit. You could have slid your little hands out of there.
0: You were small enough, but I don't. I am I not feeling. feeling her. And keep never mind. Keep on. I'll talk about this in a minute.
1: <laughs> so, Sister Margaret, you also could have loosened his hands too. I'm just gonna get on everybody. Little boy that was sleeping on top of Billy, you could have helped too. I'm just gonna come at everybody here in this movie. The next day is Christmas morning, and Sister Mark, not Sister Margaret, Mother Superior walks in and she goes. I see greed when I should see nothing but gratitude. Did you hear her say that?
0: Baby, like Baby, let them her. kids play with their I toys. I do not like
1: her. I feel like you're going to say the same thing I'm going to say towards the end. We're going to get there, girl. All right. She's confident that her methods are going to work, and she's going to force Billy to sit on Santa Claus's lap. No. Why? Obviously, that doesn't go well, because Billy pops the everlasting F out of Santa with the left hand. Billy's a lefty.
0: Like, and then here's the thing: then the next see, scene, she's gonna beat him, talking about he needs to experience gratitude. But this my thing: the child has experienced a traumatic event, and you're trying to beat him into submission. When has that ever worked? He needs therapy, not beatings. Like, he's eight years old. At
1: all. And I like will say the end of the scene when he's like in the corner saying like he doesn't want to be bad. That dang near broke me because I'm like.
0: I want to help you because I know you're not doing anything wrong. I know you're just scared. Bruh, he is traumatized. And every year you try to just make him sit on Santa's lap. And he's, like, deathly terrified. And you just make a fool of him every every Christmas. Y'all know that somebody dressed up as Santa Claus killed his parents. Yes. But yet you're trying to make him like Santa. It don't work like that. It's not. No.
1: Anyway... We fast forward ten years to spring nineteen eighty four. Sister Margaret is trying to get Billy a job at Iris, which Iris is named after the producer. Billy's a cutie,
0: right? I put that I was I like said, okay, hey, Billy. Billy. <laughs> I was like, Billy grew up to be kind of cute. The camera panned up, showed his little muscles and everything. I was I said, like, oh, so his little hair. I said, okay, Billy. Billy <laughs> grew, up, grew up, grew up, grew up to be real fine. Okay, oh my God. hi, William. <laughs> okay
1: so this is where we get this little montage this montage was something else this warm side of the door music i'm like who's the genius who did this because i'm really entertained i wasn't even bothered by it i was feeling it normally montages get on my nerves but this i was fine with it so basically it's just showing him getting used to working at iris it seems like he's adjusting well to life but what ends up happening is wait before I get there, did you notice like the punch card time sheets that they had? Yeah,
0: I was like I, was like, that?
1: I remember going to work with my mom and she had those when I was like <laughs> super tiny. It seems like Ira's is like super lit. They have all the toys.
0: Yeah, they I'm did. seeing toys
1: now this was the eighties. I wasn't born until nineteen ninety two. But a lot of toys in there I recognize. First of all, those masks yeah. wasn't it. Those was like first generation. Like those were like when the eye holes were like way too big. <laughs> So they just look super hollowed out. Did you see those Mickey Mouse ones? They look scary. I should have took a picture of it. They look terrible. But anyway, it's another part in the montage that I think is so cute. So we have this little butthole, Andy. I'm going to call him Little Andy because he's short. Little Andy is, like, sitting at his desk, and he's, like, drinking a beer or whatever. He's, like, offering it to Stock Billy.
0: Stockroom Andy. And Billy takes his little milk. He doesn't drink alcohol. Well, he's 18. So... When did the 21 rule came into play?
1: How old was you when you started drinking?
0: 10th grade in biology. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and Bacardi. don't
1: say, it's the time. Because, no, they was doing all types of stuff in the 80s. I'm, you cannot tell me otherwise.
0: 10th grade in biology
1: class. Drunk. By the
0: end... You said who? I said 10th grade in biology class, drunk off Bacardi.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of the montage, Mr. Sims and Pamela unveil a Christmas banner that kind of triggers Billy when he's... First of all, that Santa is creepy though. I don't like that Santa. My yeah. mom has placemats that has a Santa that looks like that and it does kind of unsettle me. For some reason, his face just looks weird. It's something about his cheeks being that big and his eyes being that small and beady. It's... I don't know. I feel you, Billy. Anyway, he's trying hard to control his
0: son Nah, sofa. he was shaking in fear. Yes, like, I mean, but I'm just like... Sister
1: Margaret, you didn't tell them he was.
0: That's the only thing that I didn't like about this. Is like, why aren't y'all telling people? Yeah, like nobody's talking about this. Especially since it's been 18 years and it hasn't been resolved. mm -hmm. Like, I feel like that's something when you apply
1: for a job, you say that, especially when you're going to work like in retail or something, because you already know. The holiday season. You already know. So. Lil' Andy picks on Billy again for no reason. Oh,
0: before that, though. Uh-huh. Like, when she had knocked over that stuff because he was scared. Yeah. You see Pamela's outfit? I was. I <laughs> wanted to talk about her outfit. Okay, so she has, like,
1: I can't remember verbatim, but I want to say she has on a teal blue shirt. Yeah, on, it was like, it's like baby a,
0: blue.
1: It's like a little A-line skirt. Mm-hmm. It's baby blue, but it ombres in the purple. And then yeah. it's, like, these little purple shoes, but they're heels. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, you better be wearing heels up in this <laughs> toy store. And then, like, she's a little brunette. So, she has, like, that wavy, curly, pink mm-hmm. curl, 80s hair. Girl, she was cute. Okay. Butthole Andy picks on Billy for no reason at all. Just talking about, he's basically pointing out that he's acting weird. But, new splash, buddy, it's the holidays. My man's is <laughs> scared of Santa. Right. No one knows about this. So, of course, he's acting weird. So, anyway. Billy curses for the first time. You can tell he doesn't want to curse. I'm like, Y'all are turning my innocent baby out. He already scared of the world. Oh, I felt so bad for him throughout this movie. I'ma say that so much. Let's play a party game. Take a shot every time I say I feel bad for Billy. Starting now. <laughs> <laughs> this is where, um I think this I think this happens in the middle of the day. I'm not sure, but this is where Billy has his little sex fantasy dream about Pamela and you see his little booty hair? You didn't see that booty here? Girl, it was... <laughs> it was like... He was hairy. It was like the shot was coming up the leg. It was like the south yeah. corner, like you said. And then it was just like... Hairy booty. Yeah, he Like, is I don't hairy. have a problem with hairy men, obviously, but it, that was a different mm-hmm. view. That's not the view Ariana Grande was talking about. <laughs> Anyway, his sex fantasy gets messed up because by the time that I guess they start getting into it, Santa Claus comes and
0: stabs him in the back. and it. Well, it didn't happen until he, like, the boobs start getting shown. Yes. And that's why I was like, this is sad. He can't even have a proper sex dream because he associates boobs with being stabbed because he saw his mom's throat slit once the killer Santa exposed her boobs.
1: Yeah. Like, that's case.
0: so sad. So he cowers back in
1: the corner once again. And I'm just... I feel so sorry for him game starts now (laughs) anyway in the next we later come to find out at iris that the santa that was supposed to come in for this season broke his ankle in like a skating accident or something like that so he can't come in so miss randall is playing with the idea of mr sims being santa claus right mr sims don't want to do it i don't know why i'm like you just should have did it You fit the costume way more than... First of all, you trying to come at Billy by saying he fat. That baby is skinny and muscular, okay? (laughs) You got the whole Santa Claus belly going on. Why you ain't put the outfit on? If you would have put the outfit on, you'd still be breathing right now. Yeah. Anyway,
0: they get Billy to put it on. But see, they do it on some slick shit. This is what but, they uh, do. So, like, Stockroom Andy was jealous as Jealous AF before this, though. He was. Because he was trying to say that um, Mr. Sims didn't like him. Mr. Sims came and talked about some Billy boy! <laughs> like, no, sir. <laughs>
1: oh, I wrote about the mask twice in here. They must have really scared me. <laughs> okay. So, they put Billy in this outfit and they do it on some slick shit. So, this is what happens. So, when Mr. Sims comes back there, he just basically, you know, he's coming to check on Billy. And he's like, I need you to do something. And Billy's like, yeah, yeah anything you ask. That. We see Billy in a freaking Santa Claus. And, and that Bi- made
0: me upset because I'm like, this wasn't going to end well. Like, you're unknowingly making him face his fears by becoming the thing he's scared of.
1: Now, I know that this is a movie. But I just want, I. And, now he's really, and I knew he
0: going to become the thing that
1: he's scared let's of. Let's treat this like this is real life. Mr. Sims had both hands on this boy's shoulders. You didn't feel his heart jumping out his chest because I know it was. (laughs) I know this is a movie, so I know we're all acting, but no. I know you had to feel how scared that boy was. Like, he was stone cold, frozen, staring at himself in the mirror. He could not believe that he actually had this suit on. Poor child. So the event comes back around. Y'all telling him, okay, but before... They actually let him go about his business. They was like, just remember to be jolly. (laughs) Be jolly? This jolly character (laughs) bodied my parents, sir. (laughs) We come to a line full of kids, and there's one little girl that's sitting on Billy's lap, and she's not having it. She's scared of Santa Claus, too, or she's just uncomfortable. Or, you know, little kid syndrome. Kids be sensing bad energy, and when you're scared of them, so they're going to be scared of you. I don't know. That might not have been it at all. She could have just been scared of Santa. But she is squirming around. And at first, the scene kind of already makes you uncomfortable because you already know Billy is uncomfortable. And it's just like, most boys tell me that when they have sons or when they deal with younger boys, they know they can be rough with them because they're a boy. They know how to handle themselves. I'm not saying it on any sexual things. I'm just saying, like, a lot of boys tell me when it comes to younger girls, they know that they're a little more delicate, so they can't treat them the same way. So that's kind of what I got from how Billy was situated with the girl. He was also uncomfortable, but it probably made him more uncomfortable that that was a young girl.
0: You know what I'm saying? She lost squirming. Mean, yeah. Right.
1: So he's telling her, like, stop moving, and he taps in the character and was like, do you know what I do to kids that just be acting bad? I punish them. And...
0: He scared this little girl so bad. She straightened (laughs) out. I thought she was going to pee on herself. She did. She straightened out and she ran to her mom. (laughs) He's so
1: great with kids. I wrote that. I said adults are so stupid. I'm just (laughs) like... But see, low-key, Billy pulled a grandpa. That's who he tapped into. That's really what it was. So Sister M calls Iris to check on Billy. And Butthole Andy tells him that he doesn't work in the stock room anymore because now he's Santa Claus. And now you want to be concerned,
0: Sister Margaret... Like She looks so shocked like So shocked They knew the grave mistake that they made Dressing him up as Santa It's 7 o'clock,
1: it's closing time Mr. Sims is like, I right, lock this door <laughs> He, t- is- he says time to get shit <laughs> Okay, he's serious First of all, let me tell you something He was partying back in the day He was one of those Why didn't Billy change out that suit?
0: I don't know. And I put that he needed to take that costume off. Yeah. And then giving him those shots, giving him the alcohol and pouring him up, Mrs. Sims was setting him up for failure. And then you can tell, like, he
1: didn't even want to drink. Like I said before in the montage, we see Stock Room Andy give him the drink or offer him a drink. He's like, no, I got my milk. But I guess because, I don't know, I guess you feel more safe when someone you trust hands you stuff like that. I mean, even though that can backfire as well. I honestly think that's what set him off though.
0: The alcohol. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of
1: feel like that disoriented him a little bit. So while we're at the party, and first of all, this made me miss office parties.
0: I'm so sad that I'm not gonna have my office party this year. Like Girl, yeah. Um and you know that I live for my office. Wait time out, guys. Announcement. Go ahead. Say it. Like, you know I live for my office party in January. Like, I'll be on Instagram showing the freak out no Johnny tell them what's about to happen that's not what I was talking about oh in the movie no with you girl what's happening
1: Johnny about to graduate y'all
0: oh yeah (laughs) my graduation's on Wednesday office party (laughs) yeah my graduation's on Wednesday
1: I'm gonna put a little clap right here (laughs) girl She uh, had no idea what I'm like, like what's, what's happening? happening? I'm all hype over here, just waiting on her to say yeah.
0: it. I graduate Wednesday. Congratulations, thank girl. you, thank you, thank you.
1: So, Andy takes Pamela off to the back of the room.
0: Yeah, I was like, not, not with Pamela going in the back stock in the back with stock room Andy. Okay, now I'm not saying this like I'm surprised. Now, you say, <laughs> do we do this at office parties? No, so. Our office parties, we have dates. So, this is what... Okay. So, this is what my job does. They pay for... Okay. So, they normally have it at a hotel. And if they don't have it at the hotel, they'll, like, have it at a restaurant. And then Mm. they'll still pay for a hotel room. So, yes. Oh, I do remember you telling me. Yeah. So, they pay for a hotel room. And then... um, so that you can spend the night and not have mm-hmm. to drive home drunk or whatever, because right. literally it's like open bar. Yeah, and so most people bring their own date. Mm-hmm. So I've only brought one person with me to all five of the hospital, uh, hosp- all five of the office parties that I went to. But um, some people have a different date every year, and I peeped that. Yeah. But you know, ooh, 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 mm, mm. <laughs> but I have noticed sometimes when you go to that. Because, like, there's the party, but then there's the after party. Right. Where, like, the partners, they'll open the tab up at the hotel bar. They order pizza, whatever, whatever. That's where I need to be at. (laughs) And. It's in the mix. Sometimes. So, last year was the first year that I made it to the after party.
1: Come on, after party.
0: And I witnessed some things. And I can't say this. It do look like sometimes some people do be running off with some other people. I knew it. Especially if their spouse go up to the room before they- Oh, wait.
1: Okay, okay.
0: But- party fail. Yeah, right. <laughs> Mr. But- Sims, <laughs> Mr.
1: Sims. Mr. Sims. Mr. Sims makes the mistake, and he makes the party super awkward by bringing up his parents. So, Billy's like in his own zone, you know. I don't, I don't want to say that Billy is drunk, but, you know, if you never drank before... So, one cup would do it for I you.
0: think he was drunk, but also kind of mad that he was witnessing creepy stockroom Andy. Exactly. So, he got a lot of Pamela. emotions going on. He's got this dude
1: making a move on this girl that probably doesn't even know that he likes her. He's thinking about his parents. He's in this Santa suit. He just got a lot of emotions going on. And Mr. Sims and S- won't
0: shut the freak yeah, up. Yeah, he made
1: it awkward.
0: So, he made know, it worse. He made it worse because no
1: one told them that his parents had died from Santa Claus. And even then
0: He kept telling him you Do what you need to do Be jolly Don't you got a long night Ahead of you Yeah I'm But like too. The thing is Is that he was talking In terms of Santa Claus Having a long night With like Delivering toys To the the children or whatever. But no Of course yeah, Billy takes it Billy first. don't Santa baby. Claus got a long night Of killing people Ahead exactly. of him. And Mr. Still was talking About some go ahead And get it done Like
1: <laughs> And this is where The bop comes back Johnny Once again <laughs>
0: Santa's watching Santa's creeping now you're nodding now you're sleeping were you good for mom and dad? Santa knows if you've been back so mind you mr Sims and miss Randall are drunk singing this <laughs> I am like dead that she really got this download on her phone. yo so it's a little this though look like it basketball. is I
1: Billy, have you ever been so drunk that you just went to the bathroom and you just seemed like you thought you were, like, junker? Yeah. Because you're just staring at yourself in, <laughs> in the mirror. mirror. This is Billy right now, okay? <laughs> Billy's not in the bathroom, but he's just standing next to his sleigh, and he and his thoughts, okay? Because <laughs> at this point, um, Stockroom Mandy and Pam are going to the back, and this is where Billy decides that he's going to go to the back, too. But did you notice that this encounter kind of parallels what happened to his mom because you, you know. know trigger warning sorry guys um trigger warning i guess for rape molestation
0: more like rape yeah date rape at this mm-hmm. point and he decides that he's rape. just going to push himself on pamela she doesn't Wait, want to okay so before that did you notice what andy said he real nasty talking about something he got a present for her yeah, I, and then first of all, that sounds like so high school. So and then college. she talking about something. If you got a present for me back here, why don't you just bring it out so everyone can see? Right, he knowing like, that some... that present being that dick, oh nasty ass. Okay, boy, why do y'all do that, crickets? Oh, okay, the council <laughs> don't want to tell us. They don't want to <laughs> open the group and chat. And they had to put after this. I had to put that Santa song is creepy because that's when they actually started singing the Santa song. When <laughs> hmm. now stockroom andy is pushing up on Mm -hmm. pamela and so santa really was watching and and creeping yeah and they sitting there drunk singing the song (laughs) trip me out so wait
1: before okay
0: so at this point
1: this is where he's having his way with her like trying to rape her why is he rubbing his that did you see the way he was rubbing his face on her chest i was like that i don't want you to do what you're trying to do but if you're gonna do it like (laughs) <laughs> yeah I would... uh, it was just annoying for me anyway billy flips out okay because at this point he's having flashbacks he's trying to process what's going on in front of him so and he flips out and kills andy
0: but here's the thing i low-key liked how the flashbacks made him turn into a crazy santa yeah cause because he's trying
1: to fight it
0: because once he so he was watching them just make out at first mm. but then like once he like rips off open the shirt well stockroom room andy once stockroom room andy rips open her shirt and like starts to like try to force himself upon her mm. that's when um billy starts having those flashbacks yeah. of his mom i think it was right assaulted. like when he
1: um opened her shirt when he ripped her shirt right her. once again it's the boobs
0: right so, because the first killer Santa ripped open his mom's shirt. Mm-hmm. So, now it's like, okay, you have that same visual of somebody ripping over the shirt. She's not happy. Now you over here covering her mouth. Mm-hmm. So, she can't scream. Oh,
1: and also, remember, um, Pam smacks Andy. Yeah. she's Just like yeah. his mom smacks Santa.
0: So, now he's having flashbacks of... Like, it's just that... Oh, yeah. Remember
1: I said that earlier. Like, this whole situation parallel. Yeah.
0: So, he's, oh he's sitting there back up against the shelf having flashbacks of scene by scene of his mom and intertwined with um, Pamela Mm -hmm. so it's it's crazy how his face went from being scared in between those flashback shots to like boom crazy killer Billy kills Andy by strangling him so
1: we see that Andy's shorter than him but I doubt that Billy's that tall to hang him like that
0: no he lifted him up. Like, where the fuck did superhero strength come yeah, from? Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, like, those lights definitely would have snapped. But anyway, I'm going to let you have it.
0: Pamela is, it, is it an alcohol?
1: ungrateful bitch. Was
0: it the alcohol? Is that-
1: Maybe. I don't
0: know. But <laughs> yeah, I said what
1: I said. Pamela, girl, you could have been alive. All you had to do was just say thank you and run to the front. That's all you had to do. Your tits could have been out, all of that. That's all you had to do was just say thank you and run to the front. While he was killing them, all you could have, you could have ran. You ain't even have to say thank you then. You could have just ran. You did the most. I'm not victim blaming at all, but she. Anyway, she could have avoided her death. <clears throat>
0: he didn't have to kill her though.
1: He didn't have to kill her, but she triggered him boobs was out she was being naughty she was having sex remember when the teenagers (laughs) was having sex in the orphanage that triggered him that was naughty she was being naughty
0: that's true so then we get
1: back to the front because at this point this is where mr sims is kind of like realizing okay where everybody go even though it was like two random employees that were there at the beginning of the party and i guess they just went home i guess before yo he was shit Based. he was okay. but before this happens did you notice that billy quotes mother superior when he kills pam saying that punishment is absolute and mm-hmm. it's necessary so poor thing mr sims comes to the back and you know how you go in the basement when you're little and you're trying to psych yourself out by saying something not scary basically mr sims says this in a stock room and gets fucked up by the end of an axe or no end of a hammer Bruh,
0: you, you. Yeah, I, I said, baby, why would you? But the way he turned around when he said you, he you. was on a swivel.
1: <laughs> I you cra- see us doing this. Yo,
0: I cracked up laughing so hard. Oh. So
1: after Mr. Sims gets a hammer to the head, Billy cuts the power and Miss Randall's junk ass.
0: She's like, Miss Randall, he's so wonderful. <laughs> Mr.
1: Sims. <laughs> like, girl, what you thought she was about to get roaming ass girl. I feel you. Anyway. <laughs> she goes to the back and she spots Mr. Sims, so she runs out to the front and she almost makes it out, but she doesn't.
0: But what them. happens
1: is she kind she's smart. So Billy's creeping and I do like this because he's um quoting Toss the night before Christmas and all through the house, not a creature was staring, yada yada yada. He sees the top of her hat, like the little brown hat, and I'm like, damn, she caught." She is so smart that she set the hat up there on purpose, and she was hiding somewhere else. And I think she, like, pushes a display on him or something yeah. so she can run away. Like, bide her time. Very smart, okay? She slept on. But she still falls short because the why did was she try to Why didn't she just smash it with the axe? Why did she try to turn around
0: and smash the wall? Baby, that's brick. No, that was window oh it was Yeah. so So I thought the door so it was like the door was glass but then where she turned to that was a glass window Okay, so she turned to like smash the window with that arrow I was about to say
1: baby that's definitely brick okay so he catches her with a bow and arrow and she bleeds out okay I love how everything Uh. ties together though Billy leaves soon after and I like how the little sticker says thanks for doing business with us I'm like wow i wonder was that intentional i like stuff like that sister m walks in late as hell walks into a murder scene but i like how it jumps cut to the um nutcrackers with their mouth open when she's <laughs> screaming i love stuff like that oh uh, anyway <clears throat> i feel like this movie gonna get a high rating from both of us <clears throat> now we're at denise's house this is so random that was I random. will say, no. That's why I was like, done, this is soft porn. This is soft porn. <laughs> what I would have done is I would have made, like, Denise, like, Pam's sister or something. I don't know. Just so sort of, I don't know the reason, but, you know, maybe she could have. They,
0: the, they just wanted boobs. They just wanted boobs in the movie. That's so what this is Linnea.
1: This is her time to shine. Her and her boyfriend, Tommy, are making out on the pool. And their little sister, Or, not there. Denise's little sister, Cindy, she wants to stay up, but you know how you do. If you stay up, you're going to be bad. Santa's not going to come. All of that stuff. Tommy is corny. Because when she was like, if you stay up, Santa Claus not going to come. He was like, "He's not, not, the not the only thing one. that's going to come. I was like... Then the other one, he was like, he was two was like, ball, if, He was like, pocket. Santa won't
0: come. He's not the only one. And she rolled her eyes. Yeah, I, I put that too. Two balls in the corner pocket. And then she was like, ooh. Like, Sir denise thinks
1: she hears her cat outside the door and she answers first of all sis,
0: and i put this too so you put on shorts to open the door but no shirt first make of it all sense. first of all you're in utah i'm pretty sure it's cold why do you have on shorts right daisy duke said that daisy duke's coochie cutter no i'm not
1: gonna act like i don't be walking around this house in shorts and stuff We're but here's the, the thing
0: but no but here's the thing She's laying on the pool table Well, all she has on is her, under, like, her panties. Right. So Which, I ha- mean, you know, naturally. Cool. Cool. Right. I get it, because that's the order of operations Obviously. when you start to do the do. But my thing is, I was thinking that you'd put on a shirt to go open the door. Something. No, you robe. put on shorts to go open the door, but you still have your boobs out. Right. Make it make sense. So she's running
1: in the cat. The cat doesn't come at first, but he ends up coming in as soon door as she. Door wide
0: open. Like, there weren't Christmas carolers just outside Across singing. the street. Across the street. So you open the front door, calling your cat with shorts on and just bare chest. Billy surprises her, and this is where they get into a little tussle. They're all in the living
1: room, making all types of noise. First off, I know Tommy can't hear her because they turn up the music before she goes up to get the cat. Cindy, you ain't hear none of that. You just, I don't know what she thought this was. Anyway, I know she wasn't asleep that quick because this was literally moments later. Billy ends up mantling Denise on top of a deer bust. And when I saw this for the first time, my mouth was wide open because the effects on this are so good. You literally see it go in through her back. If you ever seen Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's what we thought we saw with that hook kill. You know what I'm talking about with the hook kill and we all thought we saw it go in in our head? No, in this movie, we actually see it go in. And this is where we get this like Merry Christmas Baby song you know what i'm talking about no it's another it's another one of those made up it was a lot of songs made up for this movie this is another one of those tommy's downstairs still and at this point he's like okay what's taking her so long so he goes up to look for denise and i want to know like when he walked in how didn't he not just see her right there off top because it wasn't like he came from this way he came from this way she was right there so
0: some people don't look up just like some people don't look down he turns around and he sees her. At this point
1: Billy comes and they're fighting, but Tommy Loki gets the best of him because he knocks him over the stair banister and he tries to call the police. Billy comes back, pulls the phone plug line, strangles him with the phone cord, and then throws him out the window. The glass effects on his body looked really good.
0: Yeah, that was like so they messed weird. him up. Yeah.
1: Cindy finally wakes up and spots Santa out in the hall and Santa Claus. After interrogating this poor child Asking her was she good Gives her a bloody switchblade The one that he kills Pamela with Now see that's why I was like It would have made more sense like If those were Pamela's little sisters Cause imagine like You find Pamela right And she's dead and you know like Some type of object killed her but then you found a murder object At her house <laughs> You like You like true crime you know that You know that just tickled your true crime funny bone You know it did See, that's why she laughing because she know I'm not lying. Anyway. Also, before this scene... Also, before this scene is over, do you notice that Billy Danger like trips coming out the door? Like, you just gotta watch it, guys. I notice stuff like that. Anyway, at this point, the police are looking for Billy and he's... um, At this point, the police are looking for Billy and they actually spot a Santa Claus that's like creeping into a window. First of all, they pull up I have my dudes pull up, bust into the house. The mom's like, what are you doing? No warning. First of all, how did y'all bust into that house with so much finesse like that? Go up the stairs to the child's room. First of all, you've never been in this house. How do you know the layout of this house? Wake up this poor little baby and ruins Christmas for her forever because her dad was trying to be nice and surprise her by being Santa Claus. She
0: was like, <gasps> Daddy! Daddy. Now she knows her parents are really Santa. Okay, I'm like, they're like daddy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so meanwhile, Billy is walking the streets and staying out of dodge from the police. Two kids, Bob and Matt, are outside sledding, but they hesitate because they hear some stuff.
0: He heard them jingles. Yeah, they on a swivel. Only one heard the jingle though. Mm-hmm. But it ends up being well, it is Billy. But he but, didn't pop out then. Yeah.
1: So what does come out are two bullies. I didn't really catch their names. But anyway, what comes out is two bullies.
0: They don't matter. They're bullies. Right. You're right.
1: (laughs) They end up taking these poor little boys sled. And one sleds down the hill and he waits for his friend. As the other one comes down... Billy pops out of the woodwork and beheads him. Now, this, when I saw this for the first time, this got me too because this dude's body kept going.
0: Yeah, inertia. And it looked so good,
1: though, like, the (laughs) way... Okay, so I'm going to try to set it up for you. If you're watching it on your TV screen, the left side of your screen is kind of filled with trees, so it's a lot of shadows casting. So when the boy come down, you really can't even, like see we know what happened but the other little boy that's waiting at the bottom of the hill don't know what happened so he just coming down this boy he was genuinely scared them screams
0: (laughs) he made me mad he made me mad though because i'm like you're just standing there screaming if you don't run but i feel like that's a genuine reaction i would be shook like that too i probably would try
1: to run but he was genuinely like because you and then also like you didn't see billy you just see your friend body coming down. You don't know if he like hit a low branch or something. You don't know what. But happened. there were
0: no branches when I came down there. True, true. But and I his mean, head was. Then the hair come rolling down after him. I would have oh been gone. My,
1: now when I seen the head, I probably would have had to leave and just be like, "Hey, this is where I found <laughs> him." Blah 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 blah. Sister Margaret is out sleeping on the police bench. At this point, she finds out that there were three more murders. So Dennis. Not Dennis, Denise, Tommy, and then a little bully boy. She's trying to explain why Billy was set off, which gives Dr. Conway the idea that they could probably predict his next attack. So now it's Christmas and the kids are all opening their gifts and stuff, but one of these little badass kids is in Mother Superior's office. Why are you in there? She's on the phone. She leaves the phone off the hook. So as they set off to the orphanage, he instructs all other officers to go to the orphanage and just be prepared to shoot if necessary. So we got these kids playing outside. They see this Santa Claus coming across the street, and I want to say it's Billy's brother that actually sees him first. And I don't Officer, think that was Billy's brother. I was think was it was another kid. Okay, so Officer Barnes is coming down the street, and he spots the Santa. He's telling the kids to get away from him, but they're still coming towards him. And he lets off three rounds in Santa Claus' back, killing them.
0: And that wasn't even him. (laughs) They killed an innocent Santa, and now you got more traumatized kids on your hands. But see, my thing is, these kids...
1: I don't know if anybody told them what type of movie they were in. Because these kids are not phased. They just look at this man on the ground like nobody... I expected one kid needs to be screaming and hollering.
0: No, so... Not screaming, but like the one who reached out to him just was like, he said, <gasps> No, his reaction, he
1: was the only one that reacted. All the other kids in the back were just standing there, like, Okay, okay.
0: So, here's the other thing, too. of some true crime episodes that I've watched. Mm-mm, here she comes. Some crime. kids don't really get the whole gunshot thing and they don't really get the killing thing because there was something that there was like a mass shooting that happened at a school, Mm -hmm. an elementary school, and when the shots were being fired and people were dropping like flies Mm -hmm. in front of the school, the kids were still out there playing because they didn't get it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, some kids just don't, unless you've been in that environment where you've grown up around people getting shot and killed and dying in front of you, like kids in the hood, yeah. Look, that's why I'm like, Y'all don't know what that is. Dang they just read me. So at this point,
1: they think that it's Billy that's been killed, but actually we find out that it's father O'Brien and he didn't respond to Officer Barnes because he's deaf.
0: Yo, that made me so upset. I was like, dang like he didn't even hear it coming. But, no, that just made me upset, too, because it's, like, how many people, it's, like, such left field, but, like, how many people has that happened to where, like, you're sitting there saying, stop, stop, police, police, the person's deaf. And now they did because they couldn't hear.
1: Mother Superior ain't trying to hear whatever Officer Barnes has to say. She says- I don't like her. All he's done since he's been around the orphanage is brought harm, and she's all about keeping these kids safe. But he also triggered her when he called her sister.
0: But my thing was why didn't the police officer just say, Yo, we got a killer Santa? Well see, remember they
1: were trying to call the orphanage and that badass little girl left the phone off the hook. But now I'm saying that they po- also... But I'm saying that police
0: officer, why didn't he just say there's a killer Santa? Because she was like, You killed Santa Claus, basically for no reason. Yeah. He, she's not understanding that there's somebody dressed up as Santa Claus. I think he
1: did. I he think he did I think he said it'll make sense when um whoever
0: Right, he said it would make sense when somebody gets here, but you still didn't explain to her that there's somebody dressed up as Santa Claus out here killing people. But I don't think, can you do that? I don't think they can do that, though. Why not? Because, no, I mean, like, I don't think he can, I don't know, like, I think
1: that's, like, some police stuff. I don't know for sure, but I don't, you know how, like, when you go to a crime scene or, like, when you, not you, but you know, like, when you at a crime scene or, like, an act of something, like, they can't give you too many details because you might be in cahoots with somebody. They don't I know I think who they can't is. do that. But that's what I'm saying. That's why you're not supposed to tell info. I don't think you're supposed to tell. So I think that's why he told her, like, you gotta, I can't
0: uh-uh. explain. I think that's the thing. Um, I mean, I get it. But if there's somebody dressed up as Santa Claus running around killing people, you don't yeah. really know any details. You just know that he dressed up as Santa Claus killing people. I mean, well, they tried to warn him, but that little girl left the phone off the hook. It's really her fault. I don't so, like Mother Superior. <laughs> I wish she had got cat. Officer
1: Barnes goes ahead and searches the place while Mother Superior tries to corral the kids. And she's like, she has one of them go get her, she has one of the kids go and get her harmonica. And she takes it out and tests it. She's like, (laughs) who? The acting in this movie, like, there was no bad actor. I'm sorry. Nobody was bad to me. Everybody was funny to me. Anyway, Officer Barnes spots an outhouse of some sort. And it has like a swinging door. So he thinks somebody's in there. He checks it out, no one's in there. He comes back up, Billy pops him with an axe, sending him careening back down the stairs. He's out the story. Then he makes his way back to the orphanage. Beheads the poor little snowman with a bloody axe. But I mean, I guess he just wanted to clean it before he got into the orphanage. Anyway, he goes in and before before anything... Andrew goes, the little kid named Andrew goes to open the door. And Mother Superior is like, Andrew, come back. We need altos. <laughs> Whole time, Andrew spots Santa Claus and he's going to open the door for him. Mother Superior is trying to stop him at this point. And I guess, now this is, um, I don't know if she was stopping him. This is kind of like what you said earlier. So did she know? Or did she just recognize that that was.
0: I don't Billy? know. But that's, I'm like, you, like, she pissed me off because you was pissing him off even more.
1: (laughs) So Richard realizes that that's his brother. Mother Superior flat out tells all these kids that Santa Claus isn't real. Because at this point, Andrew's let Billy in and, you know, the axe is behind his back. He gets ready to ask Mother Superior. And I am cheering because...
0: I wanted her to get popped. As
1: soon as he gets ready... He gets popped twice in the back. It's a whole Boys in the Hood Ricky moment.
0: I want to hear... And I, I was hoping
1: that when he came down, that it just caught her.
0: As he started falling, he, like, grabbed onto her arm. And then she had a an And like...
1: she muffed him off. I was just, like... <laughs> first of all, we didn't even mention that at this point she's in a wheelchair. Yeah. So I'm just, like... Sister Margaret comes over and she's trying to comfort him. And this is probably the only part of the movie that I really, really didn't like. We're at the very end now. He says, you're all right, children. Santa Claus is dead or whatever he says. And he does that dramatic last word, die. I didn't like that. Anyway, I do like the camera pan that goes from Billy to the axe to the shoes of Richard and up to him. And he looks at Mother Superior and he cuts her a hard one and goes,
0: naughty. Naughty. <laughs> and now Richard's about to be the killer. <laughs>
1: uh, all right, guys. So that's
0: now I Silent go,
1: Night, Daily Night. Now I want to go watch
0: episode, not episode, but mm-hmm. part two and you three. Watch part two, yeah, because mm-hmm. part two has Richard now being the killer in part two and three.
1: Okay, well, from what I know, I haven't seen part two, but from what I know, it ain't this. Oh um,
0: boo, yeah. I do know part um. Four and five have nothing to do with At all. Yeah. That's not, that's not They're entirely happens. different and they each focus on a different Christmas themed horror story.
1: So there's also in part five Mickey Rooney. He's in part five, but oddly enough, when this one came out, he talked so much shit about this movie. He was one of those people that was one of them Karen's and I don't know what we call the men, but he was one of them, okay? Anyway, before we get too far into it, let's go ahead and go to the souvenir shop. It seems you survived. Well, before you go, join us in the souvenir shop. As I was saying earlier, I never had this movie really on my radar. But one thing that I do know about this movie is the cover art for this one. I feel like this is just an iconic one That you would see at Blockbuster When you go with your parents And I don't know if a lot of y'all sound like you guys are like me That I would just go and wander by myself And go be in a horror section Or wherever I was gonna be at When I was Not by me. myself
0: I'm traumatized at from um, wandering away So this album, this
1: album So this movie poster It has a chimney And it's Billy's arm First of all I was like alright so you wanna be Kate's dad too you want to go down chimneys and get stuck to Billy? <laughs> Be my guest. Anyway, <laughs> so it's just a picture of Billy's arm. And it's out of the chimney and he's holding the axe. But it also looks like it's very uncomfortable now that I look at it.
0: Yeah, that that elbow don't look too good.
1: Yeah. But still, this um cover, every time I seen it, I just knew I felt like I wasn't supposed to watch this movie. So that's probably why I never watched it. But I'm glad I did because I freaking love it. So this souvenir shop. It's not really a lot here. There is a soundtrack for this awesome music that's been throughout the whole movie, but that's pretty much it. Now, I will say, I do believe that if you search, you can find different t-shirts and things like that. But remember, this movie got pulled.
0: Yeah, it did. Yeah.
1: And Ira, the producer, she had to buy the rights back to the movie to get it put back in, which is also why we brought up when you watch the movie now, it glitches back from quality to quality. A few sweatshirts that I've seen, they have this Christmas sweater. It's basically the movie poster, but it says punish at the bottom. Wait, let's talk about that real quick. I would have loved if he said different Christmas catchphrases. Like, I don't know. Like, can you imagine him swinging the an X and saying jingle all the way? That's probably corny.
0: Yeah, very corny. <laughs> but I got tired of hearing him saying punish. Oh, oh my, my goodness. Guys. Punish. Time out.
1: When I did this episode, I wanted us to say naughty like Fred from Courage the Cowardly Dog. Do you guys remember that episode that I'm talking about? Johnny? do you know what I'm talking about? So do you guys remember that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog when Mario's nephew Fred came and he was naughty?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. yes I wanted yes. us to
1: say naughty like that the whole show. It's okay. I forget. Whatever. Anyway, that's really all that's in this souvenir shop. So, sis, you ready to rate this thing?
0: Yeah. Or do you do you, do,
1: you, do you see anything in the souvenir shop?
0: Okay, so I don't have any souvenirs, but I can talk to you about the budget. So, uh-huh. um, it grossed two point five million on a budget of mm. seven seven hundred and fifty thousand mm. during the opening week.
1: Right. Because remember, I told you it was smacking Freddy's
0: ass. Right. So on the opening weekend, it finished eighth, grossing $1.4 It outgrossed A Nightmare on Elm Street, which opened the same day. Wow. And then before it was pulled from theaters, it grossed two point, over $2.4 wow. in the first 10 days. That
1: is crazy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I just really want to know, like, sometimes I imagine, like, what was it like being a teenager in that time like y'all was seeing some stuff in the eighties, okay?
0: That was my mom's twenties.
1: I don't feel like doing math right now, but um yeah. <laughs> so without further ado, I guess we can go ahead and read this bad boy. Miss Janae?
0: I give it an eighty. Oh, I do. Whoa, did she say it? I give it an eighty. Okay, wait,
1: now let's go back. Let's go back. (laughs) I'm just gonna do this month. I ain't gonna jag her like that. For Better Watch Out, she was a thirty percent.
0: Yeah, I gave him a thirty.
1: For Gremlin she was a seventy percent, so I can't I can't come too hard. An
0: eighty? Go ahead, tell us tell us why. Well I gave Mikey a ninety. I wasn't going to go back that far. You did. You gave it a 90. Yeah, I gave Mikey a 90. And I gave Alice Sweet Alice an 85.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to go back that far. I wasn't. I was going you, know you know what's
0: funny? Up. I gave Better Watch Out a worse rating than The Good Son.
1: Yeah, I saw. Because, <laughs> okay, it's like The Good Son wasn't. It was just a lot of 90s stuff going on. But, no, tell me why. Tell me why this 80.
0: I'm excited. I really liked it. Like, I laughed a lot. I got some good gore. <laughs> so that's what you like.
1: That's your type of movie. The plot line was great. Now I will say the plot line for me, I loved it. It w- there weren't the only thing I was just like I didn't Why get is annoyed. Discussing that this man has this trauma.
0: Yeah, that pissed me off. Don't be but... that
1: friend. If you know somebody is scared of something, you know somebody don't mess with nothing. Don't be that person, okay? Don't be Sister Margaret.
0: But yeah that's why I liked it It gave me the gore I needed It had a nice plot line The story didn't annoy me mm-hmm. Like I got annoyed of Better Watch Out After a certain point And it was another movie I got annoyed with After a certain point too I can't remember it, But mm-hmm. it might have been the, No I didn't really get annoyed with The Good Son I just was mad because it wasn't
1: It was just, It was lifetime Basically It was a lifetime It was a after school TV special That's what it was.
0: But I really liked it. I'm going to give... I'm excited to hear that. It actually made... And that's the thing. Because I liked it so much, it made me want to watch the next one. Like, I just wanted to Yeah, I've never heard (laughs) you say that. I wanted to watch the next one. I was like, all right, let's watch part two. But then I was like, no, I got to eat now. Mm -mm. (laughs) Okay, for this one,
1: I'm going to give it very cliche, but it came out in 1984. So I'm going to give it an 84. (laughs) I really... I mess with this movie. Like, now... I don't know if it's one that I'm going to watch every year for Christmas. Maybe if I get bored and I'm just like in a horror Christmas movie mood, maybe. But I just really like how I felt so sorry. How many (laughs) shots did you guys take this episode? Are you guys (laughs) drunk? I wonder how many times did I say it. Mm, Anyway, I just feel so sorry for (laughs) Billy. Oh, sister margaret i want to square up with you mother superior oh, i want to she square to up with you i was really hoping that she oh. caught the axe to the temple or something i wonder if she in part two i don't want to look it up and mess it up for myself i guess we'll find out next year unless <laughs> we end up watching it in between um we don't have to wait for this show well guys dang i don't want to tell you guys bye yet well we'll, we'll be watching next week we're watching Krampus next week now guys don't get confused we're watching the Krampus with Tony Collette in it, okay? The one that came out in 2015. Not the one that came out in 2016 with William Shatner. I think this one is actually Krampus Unleashed. Not Krampus a Christmas spirit. Or Christmas forest spirit, whichever one that means.
0: Okay, guys? So we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.